Hello and welcome to the Headache Doctor podcast. We're on this podcast. It's our mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from your fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication, allowing you to thrive in whatever you want to do. On today's podcast, we're going to do that by talking about physical therapy. I'm a physical therapist. If you didn't know that, uh, that is not something I hide. It's just oftentimes it does not come up. We talk a lot about movement on this podcast. We talk a lot about the neck because the neck is the most common area to refer pain into the head and cause headache and migraine symptoms. So understanding this neck problem means that physical therapy and physical therapists are positioned in our training uh, in a unique way to be able to address this problem. We're going to go into that. We're going to go into why physical therapy is the right choice for you. Now, there's nuances to that. It's not as if you can just go to any old physical therapist down the street and that they'll be able to necessarily help you in an impactful way. We'll talk about that as well. If you've tried physical therapy in the past and maybe it didn't help you like you thought it would help, um, we can also address that as well. Not every physical therapist is going to be trained or capable of doing this. Think of the healthcare uh, on the Western medicine side. If you see a medical doctor, a neurologist, and the type of care that they provide or the type of treatments that they prescribe, if they don't work, Oftentimes, you're searching for another neurologist or even primary care. If one primary care doctor doesn't seem to do the trick for you, you search for another. So within physical therapy, that's, that same principle should apply. So a physical therapist that might not be able to help you in your specific situation, we shouldn't just throw uh, the baby out with the bathwater. We should evaluate physical therapy different than how we evaluate each physical therapist, okay? What I talk about a lot with patients, and even on this podcast, is how it's like gravity, okay? So it's the physics of how our body works and how our body functions, and we use those principles of, let's say, physics, gravity, weighing down on us. It's true, okay? So those those physics will never, the physics of our reality in this world we live in, they don't change. Those things don't change. And so the fact that we're going to go through and talk about these things like your neck, how do we relieve tension in your neck? How do we improve the way uh, you move? How do we restore function to joints? So these are things that the, the principles that we abide by should be true for anyone. If you have a body, if you have a neck, if you have shoulders, then we need to be catering to our musculoskeletal system. Our physical bodies need some sort of care and attention, all right? So if you come to me and you ask, well, how does this possibly happen? I have no idea how I got to this point. Well, what I'm going to ask you is if you go to your dentist after 30 years of not brushing your teeth and you're not flossing, would you ever expect your teeth to be perfectly fine with no cavities? No, absolutely you would not because you need to actually do something to prevent cavities from popping up. You need to brush and you need to floss. And so the same perspective should be applied to this scenario. If we are not actively doing something to help uh, our bodies maintain the movement that we need and that it's designed for, then we shouldn't go down 20, 30, 40 years and expect everything to just be fine. 
gravity weighs on us, and uh, so it's just it's just physics, okay? What we talk about, it's true. These principles are true for anyone, okay? So no matter your headache or migraine, and no matter the if it has a profound impact or a little bit of an impact or it doesn't seem to do much at all, what we talk about on this podcast should be helpful for you because it's just a part of being human and being healthy, okay? So why is physical therapy such an important role when it comes to treating someone or helping someone that has headaches or migraine symptoms. For the sake of this podcast, we're going to clump those all into one category, okay? So on previous podcasts, I've talked about specific diagnoses. We talk about maybe specific pain patterns or pain presentations. But on this podcast, we're going to say if you have really any type of headache, any type of migraine, all right, this is going to be helpful for you. And a physical therapist uh, is very likely going to be able to help you in your road to recovery, So the first question we need to ask is, where does pain come from, okay? So if we're going to get to the bottom of what your situation or what your problem is, we have to understand first, where does pain come from? I work with all sorts of other providers, and we've had interviews with other providers on this podcast, but the one question that I think would be challenging for these other providers to answer is when someone's sitting in front of you and they have pain in their temple, they have pain behind their right eye, they have pain in the back of their head that wraps up and around. Why does it present in that specific pattern? You see, oftentimes we assume that things like food and stress and imbalance in hormones or pressure changes or dehydration or the actual cause of our headaches or migraines, when in reality, If something's going to cause a specific, let's say, one-sided presentation, and the onset of it is in the morning, or it's in the afternoon, or it's in the evening, or it wakes you up at night, and there's a specific pattern to it and location to it, and uh, it's distinct in how you can describe it, then we have to assume that we need to be able to trace that back to a specific tissue. Because if we take the assumption that it's food, then that has to do with inflammation in our GI system. And what we're doing there is changing the environment. So first off, let me just take a little tangent here and say, we've got several episodes on diet, so I'm not dismissing diet. And I'm not telling you that diet is not important. It absolutely is. What I'm telling you is we need to understand pain and where does pain come from. So if someone has a horrible diet and they're their uh, their system, their GI system is, and the foods that they're consuming is are leading to them having a higher level of inflammation. How would that person present? Would it be a specific pattern, pain pattern and location in their head? Or would it be more global? I would argue, and we've seen this over and over, is that it would be a more global presentation. So likely they will have diffuse sort of joint swelling or irritation throughout their body, okay? They would have this sort of, they'd have a hard time describing like any specific pattern. They just say, sometimes it hurts on my right side, sometimes it's on my left side, and I'm just saying like throughout the body. It wouldn't necessarily be traced back to anything particular within their day. So um, they wouldn't say things like, when I'm sitting at my computer and my head is in a forward position, Um, I will get neck tension and it'll shoot up the back of my head. 
Now, someone who has that pain presentation, if they had a whole bunch of sugar the night before or maybe alcohol or something, may have made the environment for them uh less tolerable, so their threshold's less, and so they're more likely to experience that pain, but the pain itself has to come from something other than you just eating a bunch of sugar because uh, people that present with these diffuse-type symptoms don't have that specific pattern. I hope I'm, I'm, you're able to understand or that I'm providing some clarity here. Same thing with uh, an Im- improper balance of hormones. So these are things that systemically impact the body. So foods, hormones, they impact all sorts of systems within our body. So for them to be the actual cause would be more like a systemic issue. And these these pain presentations, if these things were truly causing the pain itself, would be more diffuse. It would be all over. Your entire body would be feeling the aches and the pains of these problems. Now, sometimes when patients come to us, they do have those kind of diffuse aches and pains. And that puts them in a higher category of these issues. So whether it's hormonal or a food GI component that's leading to higher levels of inflammation, stress as well. It's very, very common for people to say that stress is the problem. Oh, it's just stress in my life. Well, what you're saying by that is you're assuming that if you get rid of stress, stress is the only thing that we can treat. That's the only variable. And if if we remove stress, then you're better. And if and since we can't remove the stress in your life, there's no there's no reason to even try this. Uh, it's not worth going down this road because stress is the problem. Well, to say that stress is causing you a right-sided pain in the back of your head that wraps up and around or pain behind your right eye is kind of interesting because I don't know how stress and uh, the the hormones and the systems and the systemically how stress impacts your body. I don't know why your right eye would suffer so much um, if you're having this global presentation of increased stress and how systemically your entire body is impacted by that. Again, we have to get to what is the actual tissue that's being bothered enough to actually send this pain signal, even if that tissue in a stressful environment is more likely to experience that pain pattern. Pressure changes, dehydration, same type of stuff. Okay. So pressure changes don't just cause people to have headaches. You know, if a storm comes and there's a million people in Denver, not all of those people are going to have headaches. Okay. Some do and some don't. So what's the, what's the common denominator for those that do have those symptoms? Same with dehydration. If you're on a hike, you're at altitude, you're with 10 people. Why do you get a headache and they don't? You can consume the same, you can hydrate the same way. You can be at the same altitude. You can be exerting the same amount of energy. Why do you get a headache and they don't? So my argument here is we have to ask, okay, what's actually causing the pain itself? And that would go back to the musculoskeletal system, okay? So what I mean by that is the bones, the ligaments, the tendons, the muscles, all right? How are you standing upright right now? It's the bones, it's the ligaments, it's the tendons, it's the muscles. How do you hold your head up? How do you reach up overhead? How do you function throughout your day? That's called our musculoskeletal system. All right. And over time, our musculoskeletal system is responding to gravity. Okay. And it's responding to the different stresses that we place on it. So what happens is when it comes to these patterns of pain, the specific patterns of pain, and just about anywhere in the body, if someone's in pain, we're going to assume that it's your musculoskeletal system. Okay. 
Now, maybe if you have stomach pain, that can be a little bit different uh, because your GI system might have something that needs to be looked at. You're not necessarily going to see a physical therapist for stomach pain, although there are specialists, whether it's like through the pelvic floor realm uh, or even uh, there's, there's special, yeah, helping with uh, motility, um, digestion, things like that. Physical therapists can get into those categories. But when it comes to hip pain, knee pain, ankle pain, uh, shoulder pain, elbow pain, wrist pain, any of these joints, and even within muscles themselves, a physical therapist is going to be someone that you're going that you're wanting to see because the the background of a physical therapist is that we're trained in understanding how the body moves and how all of these different systems allow us to move. So everything from the brain. So the brain is um, organizing what are called these motor plans. So it says, all right, we're going to coordinate all these different muscle groups in order for you to reach up and grab the plate from your cabinet and bring it down towards you. Okay. So there's a motor plan in place and that movement needs to be efficient. So anything from the brain and how our brain processes movement to sending that, that signal through uh, the peripheral nerve to the muscles themselves, how the muscles contract and relax, how they interact with tendons and how those tendons attach to the bones and how the, the bone is structured from bone to bone and the ligaments that hold them together and the, the positioning, the shapes of the joints and how the joints are actually able to function and move, how they're designed to move, what's proper movement, what's not proper movement. Why would someone hurt? It's when we deviate from those intended movement patterns. Okay. And that can happen in a couple ways. One. So if you have trauma, if you just have some, some like specific injury, like a motor vehicle accident or something like that, that's definitely going to have an impact on your musculoskeletal system. And even though you might recover in, you know, the couple weeks following, there's going to be a, a longer term impact on your musculoskeletal system depending on the severity of that trauma, okay? And that's something that our system kind of over, our healthcare system kind of overlooks. But in addition to that, most people that we're working with are just dealing with the the sort of inefficient movement patterns or compensations that our musculoskeletal system gets into, and then we're just multiplying it by time, all right? So I'm not saying that everyone in life needs to move perfectly because that's definitely not the expectation. There's a level of compensation that we all have. I could probably pull anyone off the street and find knots in their shoulders. Uh, I could find dysfunction in different areas. Does that mean they're in pain? No. Does it even mean that they necessarily need treatment to the level of seeing a physical therapist? Not necessarily, although that might be a different discussion, okay? Um, The point is that we as humans need to understand how we move and how we can cater to keeping our musculoskeletal system in good shape. Because when we don't move efficiently and compensations pop up, and that has to do with uh, lifestyle habits, that has to do with just um, the way that we move, the patterns we get ourselves into and being unaware that we need to be dynamic, that we need to move in our full range of motion throughout our, our day and give our body and our joints and our muscles and our nerves the, the movement and the mobility that it wants. Okay. So when there's a lack of that over time, 
we start to see these compensations and inefficiencies show up. All right. So you go to the dentist and they're like, okay, do you have any pain? All right. Does your, do you have a tooth that's hurt, that's hurting or is sensitive? Well, what they're asking is, uh, do you have pain, which is indicative of a problem in your tooth? Do you have a cavity? And so if you have that cavity, now you don't have to like have someone smash <laughs> or you don't have to like eat a kernel of popcorn and have that like impact your, your tooth or wear away at the enamel or um, crack your tooth. Like that is one way to have tooth pain. But the more common way is just these subtle impacts on your teeth over time that kind of wear them out, wear the enamel out. Okay. Now it's obviously it's different because we're talking about like uh, the pH of your mouth and how food impacts the enamel of your teeth. And on this other end of the physical therapy world, we're just talking about gravity and the, the movement or lack of movement and the type of things that you're doing throughout the day. But in both scenarios, we have to ask is, is time on your side or is time against you? And what can we do to get time on your side when it comes to the musculoskeletal system? Okay. So what, who do we need? Like who's, who's the dentist equivalent of the musculoskeletal world? Well, that's a physical therapist. Okay. So physical therapists are trained to understand how we move. So if we want to better understand how to move and how to take care of our bodies, of our musculoskeletal system, we need to figure out, um, we need to find a good physical therapist and work with them, okay? Because you haven't been moving the way you should. There's something within your neck, within your shoulders that's angry, whether that's muscles, whether that's specific joints, whether that's tendons or ligaments. And those specific tissues are angry enough uh, because they've been under more stress than they care to handle for too long a, a period of time. And then you're just sort of dealing with that, that but you're dealing with it um, by taking medication, which is chemically changing the way you experience pain. Or you're changing your diet, which again, I'm not, these are good things. We talk about this all the time on the podcast. The medication, maybe I'm not so much a fan of, but changing diet, going down the road of diet. I love that. But it's it's changing the, uh, the, the environment that you experience pain in. So, um, improving your diet is going to make you more resilient and your threshold is going to increase. Um, and then understanding triggers. Sure. Like you can, you can run away from every trigger in life. Um, but if we're not addressing like what is actually causing the pain, then it's, it's sort of a futile sort of experiment in how, um, how restrictive you can live your life. And, uh, I mean, people are, are running away from triggers, I've had patients that go uh, up off to like the most prestigious universities and medical hospitals, and uh, they'll meet with you know the the top neurologists there, and essentially they'll just have like a detailed way of journaling and avoiding triggers. Like, um, so it's either medication or avoiding triggers on the Western medicine model. But then when you get outside of that, uh, which are much better options, it's it's uh, diet, uh, controlling inflammation, which um, couple really well with what we're doing. But if you want to actually get to the why am I having this pain, then most people with headaches and migraines are going to be able to trace that back or understand that through a musculoskeletal model. All right. And like I said before, it's just physics. It's just principles. This is this is stuff we should be doing. It's not as if again, you wouldn't go to the dentist and be like, ah, should, should I brush my teeth? Should I not? I mean, I don't know. Like, 
I know I have teeth, but I don't think I'm at huge risk of getting cavity. No, just, just brush your teeth. And what I'm saying here is like, we all just need to move better. We, we need to move. We need to understand how to move um, and incorporate that movement into our day. All right. So if you're like, okay, I get this, but, but what do I actually do now? So when I say move, we can get into the technical like specifics of movement. And that's kind of challenging to do on this podcast. But for the most part, I just want you to think about how you sit, how you stand, uh, how you, you sit when you're driving in the car, how you're sleeping at night. And I want you to think if you've, if you bias one position, if you bias doing things one sided, I want you to switch it up to the other side. If you, if you sit, I want you to stand more. Uh, if you are not exercising, I want you to exercise. If, um, if you're, if you don't walk, I want you to walk. I want you to just start incorporating movement to whatever your capacity is, whatever you have time for. I want you to think of moving throughout the day. And it doesn't necessarily mean setting, carving out like an hour and a half, you know, four or five times a week, even though that might be great. Uh, it's just thinking about, okay, my desk setup, what could I do here? How could I, how could I cater to my neck? Because I know that my head, when it shifted forward, it doubles the perceived weight on my neck. Okay. So I'm going to bring my screen up. Okay. And, and sitting, okay, I shouldn't sit because that naturally puts my shoulders in a forward position. So I'm going to stand. All right. That's better. And then, oh, I've been standing here for an hour. Let me just get up and walk around the hallway. Just take a little break. Maybe I'll go refill my water bottle and come back. And then it's, um, when you're driving home, like having both hands on the wheel, weight through both hips and, and it's just starting to think a little bit differently. But when it comes to actually working with a specialist, the physical therapist should know how to specifically improve your mobility because oftentimes the thing that we're missing is this sort of intervention in a more specific way to improve and restore shoulder function, neck function, jaw function. And uh, when it comes to that, it's manual therapy. It's hands-on treatment. That's kind of the bread and butter of what we do in clinic is actually get our hands on patients, feel their muscles, uh, see if there's tension there, feel if their joints are moving the way they should be, um, and actually understand uh, what over time has led to and how that's potentially a problem when it comes to your headache or not potentially how it is a problem when it comes to your headache or migraine situation. Okay. Uh, and then when it comes to finding a physical therapist in your area, you do want to look for, you do want to look for someone that's, uh, a manual therapist. So do they work with their hands? Are they confident working on the neck? Are they confident working on the jaw? Do they have experience in these areas? Uh, even if you see a physical therapist that that's doing a lot of exercises, with you, the exercises um, can be really helpful, but oftentimes, if if you're not seeing someone that's really understood how to uh, rehab a, a patient that has headaches or migraines, it might be a little bit too much. It might be something that um, is doesn't seem super helpful. Okay, and that's where I, when I talked about initially, we don't want to. Uh, get rid of physical therapy and say physical therapy isn't the answer because physical therapy just means like you're trying to find a specialist who understands how to move and, and how to help improve your movement. And oftentimes physical therapists in the outpatient setting are specializing in low back pain, or they do a lot of like, you know, total knee replacement rehab, or they're doing shoulder stuff. Okay. And so they may just not know 
how to do this to your neck, but their training and the training of a physical therapist is ultimately what you need. And so finding that right provider is a worthwhile journey. It's It can be a challenging one. We work with people from all over the country. Uh, and it's one that that I'm on a mission to help change. And so one thing you can do is tell your physical therapist to listen to this podcast. Um, you can have your physical therapist reach out to us and um, I'm, we can have a conversation. You can work with us and we can help direct you on what you might need as far as um, uh, just what does it look like to structure this at home. If you're out of state, it's health coaching and we coach you through this stuff. Uh, if you're in state or if you're willing to fly out here, let's do that. And let's provide you with that hands-on treatment. And then oftentimes when people come out here, we have an idea of what works, what doesn't work. And you can look to kind of piecemeal treatments in uh, your home state or back home. So there we go. Physical therapy, uh, physical therapists in their training are trained in how to understand movement and improve movement, restore movement, fix movement problems, okay? Pain, when it comes to headaches and migraines, is almost always going to be a a more specific presentation rather than global, things like um, globally impacting our body. So if you have pain all over your body and your joints ache, that might be more of a systemic inflammation problem. If you have pain in your head and specifically in like a specific pattern, think musculoskeletal system. And then think, how do I correct my musculoskeletal system? Well, if you've gone most of your life and you've never thought about how do I improve how I move, then this is a good time to start. And I want you to start thinking about your positions and your postures and your and your movements throughout the day and try to start catering uh, to your musculoskeletal system and giving it the movement that it needs, okay? And then we can have time on our side and, and we'll start to see the therapeutic effects of this. And if you, obviously, if you want more and if you want more direction and uh, just to, to work with us and have us help you, please reach out to us. But keep continue listening to this podcast and uh, we are so appreciative of you, the listeners. This podcast is growing because you guys are telling others about it and I'm glad it's helpful for you. One of the best ways to help us grow is to leave us a five-star review. And if you don't have anything good to say, just don't say anything at all because that's not helpful. But write us a five-star review and we would greatly appreciate it because we're on a mission to change how people view headaches and migraines and be as helpful as possible. Stay tuned as next time uh, we'll start having uh, some of these valuable uh, other providers in spaces that maybe you haven't thought of. We're going to have a dentist on next week, which will be exciting. I'm excited for that conversation and uh, I will look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for listening.